T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We are doing this every Tuesday. They need to come hang out with Mooch and the Misses. That is called fascism. Okay, he is a fascist leader. He's his own worst enemy. He's creating his own problems. You know, he's like one of those people who can't get out of their own way. I don't want to be one of those it's like kind of Trump like, haters. Okay, I just want it. to make... Everyone is a product of their upbringing and their personal loyalties. I'm a human being, and I probably got overtaken by the excitement of him winning. The minute you called me to say, uh, boom, as soon as I got that, boom, I called you right back. Anyway, you, and then you she lose hit the me. argument. All the ladies out there. My mother's like, why are you cursing so much? I'm like, ma... Where do you think I learned it from? We do this podcast. I go into the city. We have dinners together or we'll travel. We spend time to be together as a couple and a family and as business partners. And I feel like it really helps us. You still love me? I do. Do you still love me? Very much. Okay. I don't know if you, I mean. Very much my liberal hot wife. I, um, it looks that way, right? Looks like I'm becoming liberal. Okay. Go ahead. Make fun of the intro. Get it out of your system. Is this on? Is my microphone on? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Neil, on. Neil, the intro sucks. Okay, I guess I have to tell you. That. I mean, I love you as a person. Fifth week in a row. I mean, it's just unbelievable. All right, but anyway, why don't you introduce our incredibly entertaining and per- purposacious? Who? No, guest. who's in, who's going to introduce her? Don't you always introduce the? No, uh, guests? they're not. It's your. She's your guest. She's okay. your friend, and All you right, should. Well, let's let's, let's <laughs> introduce her. So. Ladies and gentlemen, he always have, wants me to do. We, we have work. an award-winning journalist and host of Epstein Devil in the Darkness podcast <laughs> on iTunes, which is pretty cool. But you also have an incredible travel blog, and I learned that you're going to the Maldives. I think next week, right, or something like that, right? At the Maldives, and I'm going on safari in Sri Lanka with the elephants and the monkeys. All right, so this is Laura Goldman, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, but a very interesting career. So let's go over a couple of things. You started out as a broker at Merrill Lynch and Payne Weber, and then you turned into a journalist. So what happened? So give us a, give us a little bit of your origin story. Then I want to obviously talk about Epstein. Well, I went to Wharton, so going to Wall Street was sort of programmed into my, uh, be, you know, into me, like my being. And I, in 08, I was living in Israel, and I said, you know, all I'm doing is sitting around losing money for people. So it's time to tell people about Israel, because at that time, it was uh, the intifadas had already occurred. Israel uh, was kind of uh, the black sheep of the uh, civilized world. So I started... You're, you're from a Holocaust surviving family, family though, right? right. Yeah. And interesting, a lot of my family is in Israel, but my immediate grandmother, the British, would not let into Israel in 1947 um, because she was too old, even though her two sisters were already there. Hmm, wow. You Don't know. they change that sort of practice now? Or, well, or? It, 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 uh, you mean the Israel. age discrimination? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, well, the British nice. still controlled Israel in 1947. It became an independent state in 1948. Okay, so it was after, after yeah. that. Gotcha. Okay. So, so uh, you have been credentialed at the White House. Yes. Um, you have reported 
on not just the Trump administration, but also the Obama administration. I actually, actually, from I actually from your con- uh, conference, we talked to uh, George Bush later about where he was when um, Osama bin Laden was captured. Yeah, I remember that. that yeah, he said he was in a restaurant. restaurant he got, right, he was eating souffle. In yeah. case anybody wants to he know, he was in a Houston restaurant <laughs> eating good. souffle, yeah. and he got the call. Although it's interesting, President Trump did not call any of the former presidents to let them know about al Baghdadi, which is. Which is normal for him. Yeah, courtesy isn't his middle name. Different, different style. Um, so, but talk a second about the uh, White House. So, your experience covering the White House. The White House obviously changes with presidential leadership. Does the culture inside the press? Well, you know, the, the communications department change as well. What is your opinion of all that stuff? Well, the thing is, the first time you go into the uh, Brady press room, you're kind of disappointed. It's a dump. And you're kind of, what is going on here? You know, this is where the Constitution comes alive, freedom of press. How can it be such a tiny room with uncomfortable chairs, too crowded for the amount of people credentialed? Yeah, so it's interesting. So I... I can provide some historical context for that. So the uh, that press room is the old White House swimming pool. So uh, Franklin right. Roosevelt swam in that <laughs> okay. pool. Uh, John F. Kennedy was there was an indoor swimming pool. Uh, and so what happened is when Richard Nixon took over, uh, the press was gaggling in the press office, you know, the, the press secretary's office, and in the Oval Office. And there was pressure in 1971 to create a press area for the press at the White House. Nixon wasn't a swimmer, and so he covered up the uh, swimming pool and he put the press room over the swimming pool. Now, piece of trivia, if you go down underneath the platform, you can still see the tiles and the coping of the swimming pool, and every press person, including myself, has signed that uh, that tile with a Sharpie. And so you can see all the old... Uh, press secretaries and so forth. So, um, and there was some talk uh, uh, during the Clinton administration of creating a different facility. We're doing it in the OEB, uh, but they left it there. So anyway, that's a little bit of trivia. Throw that in there. Does it still smell like chlorine? No. No, no, it's totally done with chlorine. Oh, okay. Uh, 30 rat, years, 40 years. There are rat traps down there, though. Ew. I yes, think everybody there are. knows that. There's a ton of rats at the White House. That's disgusting. So I think that's apropos to what goes on in Washington. One in the Oval. There's a, <laughs> oh, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so let's talk a little bit about uh, your podcast, Devil in Darkness. So what made you start it? How'd you get on it? And how'd well, you create it? Well, I have a question. So, okay. you were always an, <coughs> were you always interested in writing and journalism? Believe it or not, I never took a college um, a- English class. Uh, I went to Wharton and I had advanced placement on um, English. And at Wharton at that time uh, didn't have any other one. They only needed one semester, so I had no interest in. Uh, writing. I had no interest in research and footnotes. I didn't know how to do anything like that. I never wrote a uh, college term paper. Oh my God. You know. So, okay. So that's, an, but you enjoy it now, obviously. Or I, you, I love it. You, I love it. And, just, and I think it started, you know, um, uh, I was attacked by someone and I was suffering uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And my therapist suggested to me that I use- Start a, writing. No, he said to use a different part of my brain. 
That's didn't even wasn't even writing. Oh, and because you know I was very math oriented. I I um I went to Wharton with um Anthony's friend Steve Cohen. Yeah, you know who of course who like aced statistics etc. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. So um, but I was more math oriented at that time, and he said do something completely radical different. So I thought, what could be more different? You have to use the opposite side of your brain. Right. 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 And. It, it, it was my cure. And I always tell people, if you're having a tough time, do stop what you're doing and do something different. I stopped reading the Wall Street Journal every day. I changed my routine. And, uh, you know, at that time, it was a terrible time. And, you know, I can honestly say now I've never been happier. That's a good thing. That's a good piece of advice. You know what I mean? People People say things like that, but Using the other side of your brain or doing other things that are completely different. Well, you need to change your routine. If yeah. things aren't working, and I always tell people, if it's not working, shake it up. Because it, what can happen? What You can't be any unhappier. That's what I tell my friends who are looking for guys, and they go to the same Dunkin' Donuts every morning. I'm like, go to a different block. Go to a different coffee shop. You're never meeting your husband doing the same exact thing that you do every single day. Like, like exactly. never. Never exactly. meet. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta switch it up, like you said, no matter what it is. If you're trying to get a different outcome, you have to switch it up. So, all right. So you started writing. And, and I, I, I wrote in Israel, and I told the story of Israel. You know, uh, listen, it, I understand I'm a liberal. I understand some of the liberal criticism of Israel. But they haven't lived there when a bomb has gone off on the corner of their, of their block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know the answer. Okay, and I, I'm not an expert on on that kind of a thing because I'm personally involved. But I could remember walking through uh, the Shuk, the Machana Yehuda, which is you know the the markets where the food and all kinds of things are, and I, a bomb would go off a couple feet away, and people would be dead, dead. You and it could have been you. Mm-hmm. So when people say to me, "Oh, it's not fair," and da 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 da, I say, "Go there, stand wa- stand there while a bomb goes off, and tell me uh, w- what you think isn't fair." Mm-hmm. I think me dying isn't fair. Right? <laughs> yeah. People don't. People have to live things before they judge things. That's how I I I think. But most yep. people don't do that. So all right. So. This whole Epstein thing, obviously everybody's onto it now and they're engaged in the story, but was this something that you knew about a long time ago, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Well, why were so many important and like influential people attracted to him? What was Well, the... he was like luring them with things, right? With... First of all, I think that they were more attracted to Jelaine than him. Okay. okay. Uh, I've no, okay, let's I know, explain to our listeners yes, that uh, Jelaine Maxwell is um, was Robert Maxwell's Jill's daughter, daughter, right? And uh, and and I think partner high society socialite and and partner of Jeffrey Epstein. I know people always say she was a former girlfriend. If it happened, it happened a couple times. But you they mean were business partner? partner. Okay. Yes. And yes. all these shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, a blackmail partner? I mean, what was he yes. doing? He was blackmailing people. I actually He entrapped think it, them into, they, they had predilections toward pedophilia. He, no, you're making, he, no, let her explain. Okay, I'm sorry. Let her explain. I think, you know, um, and I've confirmed this with Jewish leaders that were around at the time of Robert Maxwell, and he was a spy. Was he only a spy for Israel? Who knows? You know, he probably sold to the highest bidder. He is a Maxwell. You know, they're very, you know, they're, they're business Not discriminating. People. Right. Right. 
And I think she carried on the family business. You know, I, I, I'm very good friends with Isabel Maxwell, which is her, uh, which is Jelaine's older sister. I would be in Israel with Isabel, and we go into a meeting, say, talking about the a new science museum in Israel, and people would literally stand up when Isabel came into the room. Not for me, I might add. But, <laughs> but, people don't stand for me either. <laughs> Only Anthony. So I would, it, it, they, because he had done so much for the state of Israel. And, you know, so he deserves to be applauded for that. Um, and I, I really think that they, you know, it, you know, he did all these other things that ended up you know, with him, him dead, and lots of loans, and his, and the fraud. But I wonder if he wasn't killed, or you know, when it could, could have been an accident, he could have pulled it together. You know, um, uh, Anthony and I have been in business a long time with people who, and know people who are at the very bottom and don't, and are sure they're going to declare bankruptcy, and somehow it all. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. You know, you can't write his history that he went bankrupt because those kind of guys pull rabbits out of hats. Mm -hmm. I've met I met him once or twice, but not often. My father met him more because of our interest. You know, my parents were survivors. The uh, Robert Maxwell lost three hundred relatives in the Holocaust, and and his wife was a um, Elizabeth Doctor Elizabeth was a Holocaust. uh, scholar, and now their daughter Christine is following in uh, their footsteps. Okay, so aren't they disappointed with Ghislaine? <laughs> I'm not sure. Kind of Isabel, in all my her conversations with me, kind of defends her sister. She says, and 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 she knows this from her experience, and I think Anthony and I kind of know it from having been in the headlines at different times, people like to attack people in the news, rich people, socialites. I mean, you know, not I wasn't a rich person, but, you know, I think that some of what's said about her isn't true. Mm-hmm. Some, of, uh, some of what should be said about her hasn't been said about her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not sure where the truth begins. At, or, right. The, it's a blurry, blurry, right? Uh, you know, the lines are blurry. You know, she may have, I believe she was a spy. Mm-hmm. I really believe it. And he may have been her asset, uh, Jeffrey. You know, I think it's sexist, and we were talking about that earlier. I think that everyone assumes it's Jeffrey Epstein. Right, and she's okay, I think she's the bait, brains right. uh, behind the operation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, so they were doing this for a long time together, right? I well, mean, how yeah, much, this I mean, goes like, back, like... 20 years more? Probably more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And rich people like things for free. And he was offering them plane rides. Uh, he was offering them advice with taking the money for for his charity. They, they love getting a discount. Okay. Yeah. More than, you know, stupid people like me who pay full <laughs> price. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So I, f- I firmly believe that the allure was he was, you know, uh, when I was a broker at Merrill Lynch, I used to tell people, I sell people what they want, not what they need. And that bothers me sometimes. You know, you want to sell somebody um, a, a municipal bond, but what they really want is go-go stocks so they can talk about it at the cocktail party. Even though so, you know it's not in their best it's interest. interest, right. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Jeffrey was selling them what they wanted, and more importantly, what they wanted, and nobody else would sell to them or would want to talk about it with them. 
I mean, people don't usually talk about, you know, their uh, sexual fantasies with people, you know, people. See, I'm like Sexual escapades. <laughs> what? No, I can't, I can't no, figure No, I'm in the out. dark. Like, yeah. I, I've read a ton on it, and I'm, I'm still confused, and I'm a re- relatively intelligent person, but I, like, I don't understand what he did all the time, and then the money. He did nothing all the time. That I know, because I spent time with Jelaine and him in Florida and this and that. He basically hung so out. So where did all that money come from? I think a lot of it came. First from of bribes? All, no, I think he stole from Wexner. He had power of attorney. And I think that in the end, the real villain of the story is Wexner. And it's because had in the sense in the sense that had he reported these thefts, uh, Epstein would have been stopped a long, a long time. time ago. Right. Um, I think that he probably stole much more money than anyone imagines from Wexner and because he only paid back part of it. And you know, you know, um, you know. There's an old joke: when you move to Israel, um, how do you get a big uh, a fortune in Israel? You start with a bigger fortune. That could be one of Donald Trump's uh, right. Uh, exactly. Exactly. In, 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 okay. Investing in his IPO. Okay. So um, Prince Andrew, can we talk about him for a second? Yeah. Because I'm fascinated. So he was heavily involved. I think he was more involved than he's admitting. And, you know, first of all, he dated Jelaine at one point. Okay. Now, how long they dated? After Fergie? Before. Before. Okay. Yeah. When I, I think they were. For any millennials, we mean Sarah Ferguson, not the Black Eyed Peas Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably Neil's thinking, really? That's he dated not true. Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas? Okay. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. And uh, no, no, I'm just saying. Uncle so Neil. I think that uh, 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 he was always known as a libertine and Randy Andy, so he could get away with it. The press kind of liked that about him. And you know, it, it's part of all this misogyny which has to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Randy Andy isn't okay. Right. You know, uh, but like, so what was he? Uh, this is what What's I, uh, he do all day? What does a prince do all day? So he had plenty of time to fantasize and fulfill those fantasies. People need jobs. But okay, so these <laughs> but so people are doing these things against their will or No. They okay. want, he provided made it easy for them to have it. Okay. He would get a yacht and have these girls on there. But the girls the girls were there against their will? Absolutely. Absolutely. And But uh, how the, did they end up there? He he lured them, you know, um, you know, when you have no money, okay, $200 is a lot of money right. for you, uh, yeah. okay? And when you think that, you, you know, everyone thinks they can handle somebody, okay? You know, uh, uh, so, you know, they thought I know, I g- thought I could handle the mooch. Yes, exactly, right. Same. Just yeah, out I can't. Trust me. She's doing a good job <laughs> of handling me, trust right. me. But, you know, every, <laughs> so they think they're going to go there and they're just going to massage his back and get oh, out of there, God. okay? Right. But it's not how it worked. And, you know... I think people, you know, and I, I, I think Jelaine, and maybe he learned um, psychological abuse methods from the, you know, armies use them, uh, CIA uses Mossad, them, right. all, and Mossad uses them, you know, because it's a way of, you know. Donald you, Trump uses them. <laughs> I don't know if he's that organized. You give him much more credit <laughs> for being intelligent no, than he, I he, ever would. He, he is a savant in stable genius. He uses them int- intuitively. So was he killed, Jeff Epstein? I think that he, This my theory is, is that he hung himself or tried to hang himself to get moved from the jail to a hospital. 
and he would have been in a cushy little hospital like Westchester, etc. And it failed because of the incompetence, you know, never, never underestimate the incompetence, incompetence of bureaucrats, okay? So he hung himself, thought they would cut him down, and they never came. That's my theory. <laughs> Don't, but he hung himself lesson, off the bed, don't hang though, you yourself that, right? by a lazy person. There was really nothing to cut him down, right? Because no he snapped his get neck you. by being on the bed, right? But he wouldn't have been there long. You know, it wouldn't have happened that quickly. So had there, he... there was a coroner that was on Fox News two weeks ago yeah. said that it was a murder, not a hanging, that the bones that were cracked in the neck would have been more consistent with a murder. Do you believe that, or do you think that that's conspiracy theory? Well, there are theory? theories, and, but I... No, you know, I work, you know, we're always, I'm always nagging you about criminal justice reform, and he ignores me, I might add. But um, that's not true. Why? I, that's not true. I worry, he ignores me. Yeah. Oh, no. my God. But teaming, teaming up. Uh, jails are terrible places. They're short staffed with surly workers, and I just think they just ignored him. I think one of, I, I had hoped that this would happen, that he would you know, die, and there would be a, a way that people would still be talking about this and saying, how can we keep prisoners safe in jail? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think almost one person a day dies in a jail in the United States from suicide. That's not okay. I think it's even more. But uh, and I thought that, you know, it would call attention to the understaffing at that at that jail. It would call attention to the need for mental health. But alas, it didn't. It went to conspiracies. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. and But also, the interesting thing I read um, as it relates to your podcast is they went to go find some files in the Palm Beach County Police Department and they're gone, right? Oh, surprise, surprise. surprise. Right. So this is how people end up with conspiracy theories because, like, where the hell did those things go? Well, first of all, okay, if, you know, the, the fact that he was allowed to go to his office on work release, close the door, and women and under... Now, these... And also, let's be clear. These are not women. These are... Underage girls. Children. Children. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's remember that, okay? These are... Underage children were allowed there, okay? And one of his victims was in the same jail as him at the same time. You know, people are calling them, there's no such thing as an underage prostitute, okay? They are sex trafficking victims. Mm -hmm. So, what you know, and, and why I'm saying that is he was allowed to go into his office and a girl was allowed to come in there with him. Now, you know, uh, 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 if, if, you, if you believe nothing was happening, I got a bridge in Brooklyn for you, okay? Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Yeah. And and where did we come as a society that we that our first priority isn't protecting children? Well, I mean, I have personal experience with that from a friend of mine. I'm, I, our system is so broken in many ways, not only in sex crimes, but also family court. I mean, I, I know people who are in situations. I have a friend who's fighting for reform because her daughter was killed by the father because they think, oh, another bitter woman she's trying to keep that she's trying to estrange the daughter from the dad no he's psycho and he now killed the poor girl so there are so many things that are wrong with the system and so many things that are broken and the judge specifically said to my friend this isn't a case of life or death like it's like you know we see it all the time blah 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 this is the same kind of thing sex trafficking um family law the, the jails that are understaffed and the mental health 
of our people in our country there's so many things uh, where do you even begin you know so this well, is just to begin, see no no yeah, no no you no. have to begin that's somewhere a, like my friend is fighting you no. got to like say there are okay. people that are championing these things i'm just saying there are so many things that are broken you know that people are working to fix but it's just a very long process if it ever happens when it ever happens so, that's why we need democrats okay this uh oh i can't have all these billionaires complaining that they're wet afraid of their taxes no way boys you know you've had a run okay it's time for uh uh, the regular people to get what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going hungry and the billionaires are worried about their tax rate. Does that even make sense? That makes no sense. No, but what I would love is this land that will never exist. Um, I think Anthony feels this way also, but isn't there something in between that and then like giving away the entire farm where people actually need to be motivated and, and work for things? I mean, I don't think it's fair to be um, in a place where the less you do, the more you get either. You know what I mean? I disagree with you. You work hard, okay? Now, you don't need to work hard, okay? People work hard because they want recognition, satisfaction. They want uh, somebody, an attaboy. It's uh, BS or whatever the word is. for uh, What about for money, though, and success? Yeah, but you, okay, but uh, Deirdre works hard, and she's a mother of two children and a stepmother, and she still works hard because she doesn't need the money, you know. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. So I think it's oh, no, thing that people need yeah. to work that she's going to say unless Anthony's money. a cheap bastard. But yeah, well, I was just going to say that. Am I a cheap bastard? No, but she realized. <laughs> right. I'm right. being funny. Okay. Oh right. my right. god. Right. I wouldn't even no say it if you were. No thong. No, 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 no. I'm not. Anyway. No, no. He's very sensitive. I think he I'm has his period. I mean, that's okay. one of the that's one of the things I'm definitely not. I got I agree. I, I agree. got arms that go drag to the floor on that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I have a tattoo up. on my ass that says exit only. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. No, but I'm saying yes, that's definitely true. But then, don't you think there are people in life that expect things for doing nothing? No, you I don't. don't? No. So how I mean, that... okay, is there one person somewhere sitting in a Starbucks? At you know, yes, but in general, people like the satisfaction of work, and that's partially because our culture is exchanged. You know, you used to go to a party and people would say, "What's your sign?" Okay, now people go to a party. And they uh, ask, what do you do? Who do you know? Okay, well, you can't know anybody if you don't do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in a way. Yeah, no, it's true. I just, you know, so, Aunt, you don't know anybody who doesn't do anything and wants everything? Uh, well, I mean, I think that, I think the point about someone like a Prince Andrew, if you're born, matter born. I'm not talking and, about that. I'm talking about no. politics in the U.S. that I hate. Ta- uh, billionaires getting tax breaks but at the same time I don't like seeing like my mother and father working and busting their ass for 50 years and then there's people that are have never worked or are not working and they're, it's passed on from generation to generation and there's government assistance out the, the hoo-ha I don't like that either you know what I mean okay, there so, has to be a middle ground you know okay but I mean? let me just ask you this so I've worked 80 hours a week for 35 years and if I leave the money to our children to give to them, the government should take that? No. If, no. Well, what's so, wrong with your children working hard? Nothing, no, and they nothing, will, and they nothing, should. There's nothing wrong with them working hard. You've already given them a, is your son at Stanford? He is. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He already has a leg up. 
let him work. Oh, okay, and they do. And they do. He's a big time hustler. But my I know, point I know, is, I know. Uh, AJ is, is I, I just meant, you know, this thing that you're poor little kids. No, no, no. That, did you? What did you have when you started out? Nothing. I didn't okay? have anything. But so the point if you is, give if them I, something, it's a whole lot more. No, no but hear me, both of you <laughs> so, guys, hear me out for a second. I make a dollar. I'm a minority partner in my own life because Bill de Blasio, Donald Trump, and Andrew Cuomo are getting 54 cents. So now I've got 46 cents left. I decide not to consume that 46 cents. I decide to save it. And so I live low and modestly. I grow the 46 cents into $10 million. And now I die. My goal was to take that $10 million and give it to my children. Why? Because that's what I wanted to do with the money that I earned fairly, paid all my taxes on, and wisely invested. And so are we saying now that uh, the government should then come in and disreward me for my parsimony and my good saving habits and my good investment acumen and should just take the money and not give it to my children? Is that what we're saying? No. And then no, you're going to create me. an incentive That's for me to I'm spend saying. the money. What's wrong with you spending the money and circulating it back into the economy? What what would your kids really well, no, suffer with only five no, million? No, there's nothing. there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying to you that we have free will in our society. I could choose to spend the money or I could choose to save the money. And so that should be my choice, right? Or are we going to set up a government policy then that says, okay, listen, we're going to incentivize you to spend the money because if you don't spend it, when you die, we're going to take it from you. Okay. So my answer to you is I was in Cuba. You know, I travel, I've been to like 89 countries in the last several years. Mm-hmm. Okay. The healthcare in Cuba is better than the healthcare in America. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I think that your $10 million that you saved, some of that should go to providing vets uh, and other people health care. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel one iota of bad, badness or, or, or guilt about that. Okay, I lived in Israel. Israel, the, which has enormous defense needs, provides every citizen with complete health care. So if your children only get $5 million and people get health care, I'm a happy camper. I understand that. Makes I sense. That. that makes sense. Yeah. Everything you just said makes sense. I'm just, I'm just saying out everything that in moderation. Lot, That's yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of people different. Oh, I'm not on the total yep. left end, yeah. so, but I think this thing where we don't, we can't get people health care is wrong. Yeah, I think that's And we it. need to change our health care system. It has to be incentivized. People like me need to get to the gym, and we need to be incentivized to get there. Mm-hmm. I should be paid to go to the gym because it obviously has a, I do go, but I'm saying, you know, uh, uh, but, you know. To get well, to do, for healthcare, do, they do do that in Japan, right? You guys right. know that, right? So they do. Yeah, pay that's people, why I was just going yeah. to bring yeah. up. The, yeah. the lower your weight, the more money you make, and blah blah. So I mean, they do they do do that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So or let me let me ask you a different question because I'm just I'm just okay. curious uh, uh, from a practical point of view and more generic about moderation, but where we are in our society. So do you think, and this is for Deirdre and for you, Lord, do you think that we can ever get back to some kind of consensus compromising in our society, or we're going to go in this bipolar zone where the left's in control, going to do X, Y, Z, then the right gets control and does Z, Y, X, and, and, and it goes in a flipping, flopping sort of a way, or do you think we'll ever get back to a consensus? Go ahead. What do you think, Ben? Um, I think we will get back to it at some point, but I think for a while we're going to be trying to outdo each other. I think, you know, once the reign of Donald Trump is over, then somebody so far left is going to come and try to just like erase him by being so extreme. And then I think someone is going to come do that again. And at some point, everybody will get sick of it. You know, the same way he was elected for reasons, um, those reasons will come about in a different way. And I think at some point we'll all come together again after we're exhausted um, from the nonsense. But I think it's going to have to play itself out. I don't think we're ready to unite again and be the United States of America again. But I mean, maybe if like the savior from above came down and ran for the presidency, I guess maybe, but they would have to take, it would take a really special person to come and fix what is so divided and broken at this point. Uh, I think it would take somebody with a lot of skill. Um, Maybe Tony Robbins, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, somebody like. Now see, I think Biden or Bloomberg could do it. Now, uh, they are actually my first choices, but I accept that they may be what could heal our country. You know, uh, you know, Biden, the liberals don't like Biden. The Republicans don't like Biden. You know, when you're hated by every side, you're probably doing something right. Right. And I agree. Just like how everyone hates Anthony. <laughs> Except they do, me. Man. They, they, they coming at me now from both sides. But, so, I mean, so that's fine. No, you're right. That I'm means you're because you're not saying what people want to hear. So people right. don't like that. Right. Right. You know, and, um, you know, look, my heart goes to somebody like Elizabeth Warren. But, but I, you know, I've met with Democrats who say, well, I'm not voting for Elizabeth Warren. They don't like – and Bernie Sanders because of their – you know, their, their stands on Israel and things like that. So I say, okay, maybe I'm not going to get my perfect person this time. Never. But, Ever. But uh, I think Biden, Bloomberg, um, I, you know, there's nobody on the Republican side at this time that is in the middle. But, See, I have a question that stems from that. And yeah, I'm do you think the media will ever calm down and stop riling everybody up? So, like, say Bloomberg actually does this, right? Are they going to just go digging and trying to find stuff and take him down and make him the next devil and all Will yes. they ever stop that, or will no, they ever get back to straight Walter Cronkite reporting? I don't think Never, so, right? because I think it's very valuable to them to create this hysteria. They lock people into an addictive cycle of watching them So then them they are actually a humongous part of the problem. Humongous. Well, I mean, you know, one of the jokes going around, uh, George Conway put this out on his Twitter feed, that Mike Bloomberg should buy Fox News. Right. If he, if he, buy, if he buys Fox News and he strangles it in the bathtub— you know, then you'll have less of that, you know, right wing uh, propaganda going on. You know, right, what I mean? right. So you are but, fake news. But I mean, you know, that's that's the issue. I think I don't want to be cynical, but I don't see any way in this fragmented media environment that they're not going to vilify and attack whoever the person is. 
you know, it could be the most haloed figure, I think that they'll still attack them because it's good for business. Do you agree with that? Or do you disagree? No. Uh, I, I really believe that Biden, except for this Hunter thing, which the Republicans are pushing, has really got, you know, I've known him since 1988. He has gotten away with a lot. Okay. And, and I like him. Okay. But he has not been vilified at all. Okay. And I think the reason is, is that he's the last great white hope. Mm-hmm. Um, look, you know, he 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 presided over the Clarence Thomas hearings. Do we hear anything about that? Sometimes. But a not little. much. A okay. Little bit, yeah. Uh, 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 he was behind the 1994 crime bill, which Hillary Clinton, who was first lady, not president, was vilified for. Mm-hmm. And Biden, has, who was se- chairman of the Senate Judiciary, wasn't vilified for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there may, there's really no rhyme or reason, right, to any of it. To who they decide so I think they hate they've and let him hate. Get Slide. away with a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't know about that, Mister Texting. Hello. Yeah. What? No, I'm just. I uh, will blow you out of the water. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't really say that. That was from another time. You, no, I understand that. She, he's throwing in sound bites. You know. <laughs> like, you're, you're gonna blow me out of the water. Okay, look at Neil. Unbelievable. Oh my God. No, no, I'm right taking notes. I want to. I'm taking notes. So I can ask more questions. Oh. Yeah. That's a good excuse. No, 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 that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I, I would have loved to hear the ones that he came up with in elementary school. I was very good I'm at that, writing down notes you know, to th- ask more questions. I was very questions. good. I, I always got myself, I always talked my way out of the principal's office when I was in elementary school. Okay. Do you believe that? Yes, I do. Yeah, I was very good at it. I don't it. know if that's something you should be proud of, and don't ever tell our kids that. Don't tell <laughs> our kids that? No. By the way, let me ask, let me ask you this, okay? If uh, you're brushing your child's teeth with a electric toothbrush as they're walking to the bus stop is that efficiency or craziness go ahead or bad parenting bad time Weird. management <laughs> <laughs> well that we are okay, so. well, we're definitely <laughs> we're weird. there's that. no doubt about yeah. that there's definitely weirdness going on no that's not what i was going to ask i want to ask a different question i want to switch over to the travel stuff if you okay. don't mind because yeah, 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 yeah. that's less fascinating but but the last question i want to a- ask is when you because you know all these people. You've met all these people. You're great sourcing. You know uh, a lot about what's going on. Do you think that Donald Trump is going to be impeached, meaning the House is going to vote for his impeachment? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. And then the next question. Do you think that the evidence that the House is going to expose from here into whenever that impeachment is and so forth, and as they go into a trial in the Senate— will be enough to convince any Republican to move. You don't. So they don't think there's another shoe dropping on him in terms of his illicit behavior? No. Okay, so he stays in office. Yes. Do you think he is the Republican nominee? Yes, I do. Okay, so now, obviously this is dependent on who the Democrat is. Next question. Do you think Donald Trump wins re-election? I think there's a very good chance... And that's why I tell everybody register, give to some, you know to the candidate, or wait till there is a, you know a nominee. Um, I, I I I was okay. I took my cab to get to the, to the train to get here. My cab driver proud, proudly told me that he voted Republican in uh, last week's election in Philadelphia. We don't even have a Republican Party in Philadelphia. So who did he vote for? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. People, I, and he told me how he listens to Rush Limbaugh when he has time. And, and, and I'm like, well, what did 
do they do for you? You do know that uh, you, you know you, you're not pay, you're not worried about the estate tax. I didn't say that to them, but people use this as a license to be prejudiced, mm-hmm. and they obviously always were. But now they can be open about you it. Think that baby um, uses as a license to be prejudiced? I do. Yeah, I think they, yeah, yeah, they do. I think they yeah. hide under the cloak of the party. Yes. to be prejudiced. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes on the left, too, they do identity politics. Yeah, and, and, and and that's gone too far. I mean, I said something bad about Meghan Markle, who I met when she was a Suits actress, okay? I might add I interviewed her, and I was called racist. I said, why wasn't her mother at her baby shower? Now, was your mother at your baby shower? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Anthony missed some other part of it but my mom oh, okay. came We're to the baby oh I'm sorry I didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's okay she's gonna sorry. blow me out of it you can put the blow me out no, of the water no they will blow you out of the okay. water yes sorry. we know that no, no I'm, kidding. I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> I just like to give him a hard time that's all good so most people I've started like... using other parts of my brain I've moved I've moved on Giant okay shame. well see your story I think you're the two of you you know and I, I was talking to Anthony at that time okay ability to forgive each other I think that's a lesson you know I wanted Anthony to write a book about it I talked to remember we talked about it resilience and writing a book about forgiveness I think forget for me like I had to forgive the man that raped me mm-hmm. you I think the fact that you could forgive each other and live together and not kill each other mm-hmm. <laughs> I think is well, I love people her. I, should I love her yeah I, I understand but love you know there's a thin line between love and hate uh, so I think that that is mm. a secret that's the secret everybody wants to know how she, do you forgive she was somebody hating on me a little this morning I could smell it off or I couldn't figure out what I was doing <laughs> but hating no collusion. No. <laughs> no, no, no collusion no. this morning. We didn't get any collusion done this morning. No. We talk about sex. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is when you have like a five and a two-year-old, it's a hard time getting. There's lots of obstruction <laughs> and very little collusion. But blown. <laughs> okay, so 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 let me let me let wait. Me, hold on. About the Meghan okay. Markle thing. You're good. So why was that racist? It has nothing to do with color. If someone because they said I was picking on her because she was African American. But she's also. That's the part I always say to Anthony. I'm like. That was what confuses me because I don't understand when you're half white and half black, you're you're also white. So, and her, I mean, so, but it seems like people don't identify as white when they're mixed, which is interesting to me. But, um, yeah, but that had nothing to do with race. It's like people are, are always so quick to say it was race, it was a racist comment, but it's not. It, it was a asking why her mother wasn't at her baby shower which is just a regular question but everybody's super sensitive See, right the left has gone too far it's i mean too, I, when they're calling much. me a racist okay mm-hmm. uh yeah, i've been called that yeah, okay. yeah it's ridiculous i'm a racist right, yeah. i've been called that i've been called everything so misogynist uh, racist so no, the left isn't perfect but mm-hmm. we're working on it and uh but the white right i think uh, everyone, I, uh, uh, Anthony and I were down in Atlantic City, and the person we visited, he's voting for Trump. And, you know, when I ask him about Ukraine, he says to me, uh, to the victor goes the spoils. <coughs> okay? Well, what kind of nonsense is that? Aren't we a country? This is, he's not our victor. He's not our king. He's not our knight in shining mm-hmm. armor. So, in Spanx. Uh, <laughs> Do you think, you think Trump broke the law? 
I'm not a lawyer, but I would think so. Okay. You know, I, I'm sad for my country. Yeah, I, that I, I know. I'm wants sad to go for my this. country now. I, uh, I, I don't even watch this. TV anymore probably because it's too depressing. Mm-hmm. What kind of. When I saw Nikki Haley today, I sent Anthony an email. Why is she committing suicide? Uh, uh, I guess uh, someone's paying her bills. Right. That's affiliated with him, obviously. Well, I think she wants to sell books and she wants to be vice president, as Anthony said. But it's sad to me. Or she's running for secretary of state. You know, Mike Pompeo is going to become the senator or uh, try to be the senator in Kansas. And she wants his position. But but or, you know, look, she's made a or she believes it. These are the three things. She believes it. And that's her principled uh, belief. Or she's doing it because she thinks it's advantageous politically, one, one or the other. And, and look, it's, she's entitled to it. I respectfully disagree. I can tell you that General Kelly's hot about it. Hot. He's hot about it. So, sure, he should be. And, and I think he feels uh, that, that her remarks were unfair and unsubstantiated. I think he feels he never had those conversations with her. But anyway, look, we're here now, uh, and we move forward. So let me just ask those other questions. So you think he stays in? Yes. You think there's a good chance he could win? Right? Obviously, let's say it's 50-50. And now the last question I want to talk about travel. If you were going to be the kingmaker or the queenmaker in the Democratic Party, the person that you think could beat Donald Trump or has the greatest chances of beating him is? Biden. Biden. And, you, and you Biden's that, a terrible ben? campaigner. Okay, and my preference would be Warren, but I, but having I, you know, I come to New York and I was at the um, the Regency for breakfast the other day, and the Tishes and everybody were there, and they were all saying if the candidate is uh, Warren or Sanders, they're Democrats, but they're not going to vote. It's a, it's anybody but Trump and Warren and Sanders, and like I'm like, you do know that we live in a democracy, but they, you know, don't seem to know. Do you think that? uh, um, Do you think that Biden could be Trump? No. No. Okay, so who do you think? Well, I my first reaction is to say Michael Bloomberg, but then somebody said to me, well, have you seen him lately? He's like a geriatric, and he's not as sharp as you think he is, and you are thinking about him when he was mayor. And I'm like, okay. So in all fairness, I haven't seen him, and I haven't heard him say much recently, so maybe that's true. But I just think he's a common-sense person. I don't know, and he seems pretty straightforward. I don't think he's nefarious or anything like that. I know they can come up with stories on anybody, but I just think he's a little bit more with it and he's a little bit more no-nonsense because I think people don't necessarily want touchy-feely, no pun intended. I think they want no-nonsense but get the job done and stop all the political divide. I think he's more in that category than Biden. Okay, but I'm not sure, you, you know... Um, he can't get the nomination, though, probably, right? Is that what I, I'm, no, I'm not even sure he's in the race for sure. Right, right, right. right. Okay, I mean, I, I, I emailed with him on Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, he he said thank you, and for you know, because we wanted to throw a fundraiser for him in Philly. And he he said not yet, and, you know... Yeah, right, and, I feel like that, too. He's kind of has one foot in, one foot out. I, I think it was a trial balloon, which he should do, mm-hmm. which is what a professional politician does. That's what I tell Anthony all the time about the mayor's race mm-hmm. <laughs> but Throw your um, hat in the ring and then decide later <laughs> right yeah. see what i told him you know let's see what happens you know uh uh but my friends were at bill maher this weekend and everybody booed you when your name came up but bill maher defended you and he says You're, he's on your side now so so <laughs> bill maher maintains that that was mooch they were not booing you not, they said mooch 
Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. what Bill Moore maintains. Okay, but my was, friends were there. They said it was boo. But I'm just yeah. telling you. All right. Uh, you I know, know, I wasn't there. I was there. Of, they said mooch. You thought so, oh, right? Yes. Because it was a lot of people like high-fiving me as I was walking no, to the table. Right? He got yeah. a very warm reception. And okay. everybody came and said thank you to him. So the, I, I'm a, The cool I'm thing about my nickname is if you are booing me, I choose to hear mooch. How's that? Mooch? Okay. That? okay. So no, that's Bill, cool. Bill that's said cool. to me, he was backstage, and it definitely sounded like mooch as opposed to boo. But whatever. I don't know. You know how I know? How? Because I was pissed that they were booing, so I looked. I stopped and I looked, and I, it sounds so psycho, but I watched <laughs> their mouth. To okay. see if they were saying, and now I sound like I'm over explaining, but I swear to God, I looked at them and they were saying mooch. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be mad and pull a Kimberly Guilfoyle and stand up and say, you know, you need to online date or whatever the. <laughs> anyway, standing up for a little take, man. Take cover. Take cover. <laughs> I'm taking cover. I didn't have I'm my black leather dress I'm on that desk. night. So. So, anyway. so let's go to the travel. We have a couple more yeah. minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I love so the travel. More let's go to the travel. How did you get started on it? First of all, this woman, 89 countries. She's been in some of the most amazing hotels and restaurants in the world. So how did I you get I thought he was going to say you're 89 years old. I'm like, no, I think you're skin cream. Countries. How many years did it take you to travel 89 countries? Uh, I've actually done those 89 in the last three or four years. Okay, so she's moving oh, around wow. a lot. So how did you get started on this? And uh, and they and they pay for your travel. You pointed Forget out. Forget they pay for. You should see where they put me. <laughs> oh wow! And they pay for my. You know, and they, you know, some of them pay me, and and you know whatever. But it's an experience of a lifetime. Uh, first of all, it started with Mickey Aronson. He had um, faltering cruise lines, which are now closed to Cuba. And, he, and I knew Mickey's sister, Sherry, from Israel, and he asked me if I wanted to go to Cuba. And I'm like, uh, Cuba? Okay. And so I thought that I was going to, I don't know, I was kind of like, oh, Cuba's bad. I, you know, I hang out in South Beach. All the people I know say Cuba's bad. And I went there, and I realized that no, none of the press are telling you any of the truth about Cuba. Mm -hmm. No. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Okay, but I met. You know, are people poor? Yes, but uh, you know, people are poor where we are too. Mm -hmm. I could not believe how much better Cuba was than what I was told, and this is with the sanctions, or you know, or limited sanctions and whatever. And and then you know, I was in the in the Middle East, and I'm like. Okay, we we don't like Cuba because of some of the things Castro did, and now I'm in these Middle Eastern company countries, and I I can't drive. I have to wear things on my hair, which you know I like my hair, so that's a little <laughs> traumatic. And I because I went from Cuba to the Arab countries for whatever reason, I was do, I was picking uh, America's uh, foils in the world, and I said, you know foreign policy is screwed up here. Mm -hmm. So I started writing, you know, when I wrote about Cuba and I got unbelievable hate mail calls at home when I said that Cuba is, you know, uh, the human rights violations there are serious, don't misunderstand me, but they're no different than in, in the Arab countries and we cannot um, have our human rights calculator determined by oil. Mm -hmm. And oh, I got so much hate. So much hate. And it made me realize that whatever we've been told, whatever the neocons, which include many Jewish people that I know, uh, neocons is uh, cons uh, conservatives, uh, are wrong. Mm -hmm. 
They're mm-hmm. just wrong. Mm-hmm. And so then I said, well, I got to go to more countries because now I see nothing that I've been told uh, is right. And then I was in Africa this summer and I couldn't believe how nice it was and how, un- you know, and, and the country that we have the most sanctions with against is um, Zimbabwe. You know, Zimbabwe, you can't even use American credit cards. Okay, you or, or Visa, so international credit cards. Still, that, even though Mugabe's dead. Yes, we still because have the new guy zone. came in. You know, uh, the the old guy uh, Mugabe, Robert Mugabe, was a um, he was out of office and now dead, and he was a dictator. Okay, but you know, so there are dictators in the Arab countries. So there's dictators in North Korea. But you can use credit cards there. You can't use them in Zimbabwe. Why? Because some crazy foreign policy decision and it made me realize oh my god people aren't telling the truth the place was lovely the the people from there work harder than any people i know okay what so uh, 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 and we're going to punish them because we don't like their leaders yes there's corruption but there's corruption everywhere and, and as we've seen in america it seems to be uh, our middle name now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have but no you idea. had a good time in Zimbabwe. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, you know, uh, um, there's a hotel there, the Victoria, uh, the Queen Victoria, which is probably one of the nicest hotels in the world. Okay, and it overlooks the Victoria Falls, which are larger than Niagara Falls. Uh, it was just spectacular. And tea there was just unbelievable. Okay, so give us the best place... 89 countries, hundreds of different hotels, you're a couple, and you want to go for a romantic four-day trip. Talk about you're going to go point? where? <laughs> where would I go? Well, do you want beach or you want uh, city? I think the woman to my right wants Sexual beach. Sexual escapades, right? You want beach? Me, yeah. Yeah, beach. beach? I love boobs. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you that the beaches in Africa will just blow you away. All right, she's not going to Africa. Oh, right? no? Well, we already blown. went. We went uh, to Africa. She liked oh, Africa, but she okay. didn't love Africa. Okay. Give me, give me so, a place okay. in the Caribbean. Give me the, what's the best place in Hawaii you've been to? Never been to Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. No. Okay, look at that. 89 countries. No, you know, I've been Hawaii's to Alaska. Its own country. I've been to Alaska. Did you like Alaska? <laughs> Loved it. And, and your kids would love it. Yeah. Everyone uh, says that. that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone um, says the kids would so love it. So in the Caribbean, yeah. I would say my one of my favorite places is Half Moon Bay in Jamaica. Really? Yeah, I loved it. So well, is that another place that gets a bad rap? Because everybody tells me, don't go anywhere near Jamaica. It's dangerous. And no, I'm like, oh, okay. no, 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 no. And, 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 the, and the weed is everywhere. Oh. I mean, my favorite city is probably Amsterdam. You <laughs> <laughs> smoke a lot of weed? You can tell us. No, but, you know, when you're among us in 75,000 friends. When in Rome, <laughs> okay. you know. So I would love to see Anthony smoke weed. He would oh act like god. an absolute maniac. Oh my god! No, I think I think he would mellow out. He'd be quiet. I think you would actually get a word in edgewise. No, you know what? He would become so introspective that it would just be a waste of time to sit with him. 
Well, actually, I, Anthony, I love the Jersey Shore. So I'm when I don't actually go to that many beaches. No, no, it's because <laughs> when um, she thinks of I, you, she thinks of the Jersey Shore. No, 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 no. We were just there on Saturday, on oh. Friday. Oh, okay. Right. No, no, Jer- but I, I mean, we coptered in. I thought the place was beautiful. I, I, the Jersey Shore has some of the greatest beaches <laughs> ever. I'm not. I don't sit in the sun. That's why I look so young. <laughs> so, so in Atlantic City, what's your favorite hotel there? Well, I was at the Borgata. It was jammed this weekend. And they um, had a gourmet weekend. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know Michael Schulson? I don't know if he has restaurants up here. No. but um, no. Jap- You mentioned he, him. Yeah, he has Japanese-style restaurants. And, oh, my Lord. But he had after, all his restaurants, Italian. After, after Stormy Daniels said that Donald Trump's pee was like a little shiitake mushroom, we haven't been to a Japanese restaurant. Oh, ever. I can't order miso soup Yeah, we can't, we can't order miso soup anymore. It was so horrifying. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm so not, I don't, say, I, I don't think the point of travel is, I can rest at home. I mean, you have kids and things, okay? For me, I like to see things. I mean, I, if I'm sitting in front of an art piece would of art. Would you take the kids to Alaska for like oh, one of those? Oh, uh, they would love it. Oh, man. They would it was love just, one of those cruises up there. This, with the, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that dog sled thing this, was really yeah, fun. Thing. I almost fell off, I, I might add, so be what did I say? Snow dogging? Yeah, that's something else. <laughs> Dog sledding is what I meant. Yeah, I knew what yeah. you meant. Yeah. But uh, um, it was... What's snow um, dogging, though? What is that? <laughs> um, Blown. You know, but um, I like cities. Uh, you know, London, believe it or not, is great for little kids because all the museums are free and they have a lot geared to children. Yeah, London's one of our favorites. We'll have to take our kids you know, there, too. Um, uh, and, and and even Paris has sort of gotten into the children's game a little more lately. But um, when I was in Paris last time, uh, my friend took me to the Jewish section of Paris where my grandmother was buried. Oh. And um, uh, my grandmother survived the war and Leia Blumstein, and, and she died right after the war ended and was buried in Paris. And then they came to America later. But yeah. um, I've never been to Paris. <gasps> I know. Um, Anthony, I'm very disappointed in Where you. would I take her? Go ahead. Huh? What, what's, the, what's the best uh, place? The Carrillo? Mm, West Bank. So you need to get, uh, I, I can't remember the name of it. There's a, you want to be on the West Bank. On the West Bank. Bank, yes. Okay. You want to go to Montmartre? Not the Four Seasons, George mm. V? No. No. Right no. off the Champs-Élysées, no. Too, no, too, too you want touristy. to be in the West Bank. That's where the cool people are. Okay, you'll you know. set it up then. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I'll take you to Paris. I um, but, um, uh, but it was so moving to be. I walked the same streets as my ancestors. Walked. I love it. That is moving, right? Well, you know, this, is, uh, this is great. we got to get you back. That was a lot of fun. We can do a whole we'll one see, on we'll travel. See, we'll, we'll see what I, yeah, I would like to do that. Okay, and then, really? yeah, and then oh, I'll uh, have everything Bring your notes. Right, yeah. Cool. You know, because... Do you like the 70s music that Neil picked out? He's 107 years old, Neil, even though yeah. he was born in 1994. Can you take a picture of all of us? I have a good skincare oh. routine now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Will. All right, so we'll see you next Tuesday, right? Are you guys leaving see you me next for a picture? Okay. No, I'll talk to you for a minute. I'll talk to you for a minute. See you next Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. Okay, okay. thanks for being with us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.